Hi, and welcome to Hyperfixations, the podcast where we invite various interesting people on to talk about their niche area of interest that they could just talk forever about. Here are your hosts. I'm Ali. And I'm Nigel. Catherine. Catherine, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Um, good, yeah. Tell us, um, tell us, what are you here to talk to us about today? I am talking about uh, pressed pennies, or if you're in the business, uh, elongated coins. <laughs> Long coin, long coin, long coin. Very long coins. Long coins. I, I think that's what when people are talking about like stocks and like like grifters and whatever. When they say long con, I think they mean long coin. <laughs> I agree. Well, if that's true. Then I have a lot of long cons. Um. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I have a confession. I have a confession to make, and it's this: I have always wanted a pressed penny, and I've never gotten one. This is like when you were like, "I want to talk about pressed pennies," and you were like, "Buckle yourself in." And I'm like, oh, "But I love pressed <laughs> pennies. I think they're so cool." <laughs> um, no, genuinely, I think the first time I ever saw one was like they made a Wii game of Night at the Museum two. And one of the collectibles was you could go around in different locations and you get these like pressed pennies for, you know, like the Smithsonian and, you know, like the National Museum and all this kind of stuff. And then you got like facts and whatever. I'm like, this is so cool. You just put money in and it stamps it. Mm, and, yeah. now, and now when I'm doing travel, I'm like, God, I should get a pressed penny or something. Like I was in Edinburgh Castle and there was a machine that would press it. Um, and then I was, it was like, it takes pound coins. I was like, I don't. I thought I had a pound coin. I checked all of my pockets and I was like, well, I don't have a pound coin and I'm not getting rid of my two pound coin because I might need that for like, I don't know, a bus fare or something. Yeah. Um, and so then then that was fine. And then I got home and I was like taking stuff out of my pocket. And what do I find there? Only a, a pound coin. Oh. And so I'm like, ah. <laughs> That is tragic. That is tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, so... This is my white whale. Um, I'm I'm gonna live viscerally through you right now for this like hour or so. Well, yeah, glad to hear that, and you'll be happy to know that I actually have two pressed pennies from the Smithsonian Museums, uh, from oh. the American Art Museum and the Zoo. Actually, although uh, the Zoo one is of very poor quality, but that's something about uh, pressing pennies in America that we can talk about that no one apart from me is interested in, but. Pre-1982, all American pennies were made of copper, and then they introduced zinc. And if you press uh -huh. a zinc penny, it just doesn't come out well. There's, like, streaks of, like, silver in the copper. So um, mm -hmm. that's, when I got really into press pennies, I, you know, um, it was kind of, it was last summer. So I'd always loved press pennies. I always found them, like, just, like, the, the tiny thrill of pressing a penny you know, when I was, like, eight years old. And I'd always, like, beg my parents. But they'd be like, no, it's a huge waste of money. Um, and then I was in Japan in 2017, actually. This is, the, this is my penny backstory. Um, and the, <laughs> penny I, had, I had some amount of adult money to spend. I was on a, a semester abroad in Tokyo. And I saw their press penny machines and their press penny machines are the best in the whole world. Okay. Um, the like their coins press out really nicely, but they're also just like hilarious and bizarre and they're everywhere. You know, so the first one that I got was I was at the Fox shrine in Kyoto and you could get a pressed penny of the shrine with Hello Kitty dressed a fox just on the penny. And I was like, that is uh -huh. 
penny. Oh my God. That is amazing. Um, I was just like, that's just so funny to me that they've thought to do this. Um, so I got that. And then I started collecting pennies of what I termed places Hello Kitty should not be, but is, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and just getting them and then the Pokemon centers and everything. Um, but then last summer, so like, I'm an American citizen and I've got a lot of family over there. So I was able to go over for like an extended amount of time, pandemic, nothing else happening. I was able to get vaccinated, all this stuff. Um, mm. And that's when I really got into like the penny lore, you know, um, of what, you know, coins are good to press. I was with one of my friends and I was like, let me check your pennies, <laughs> you know, looking for pennies <laughs> pre-1982 um and that was kind of you know it, it's a good way to like see things I think you know uh they're in the best spots in every major city in the world um and then yeah. it's either a very cheap souvenir because depending on where you are although the price does vary um America they're the cheapest they're like 51 cents um and an artist mm. about a euro and one cent pound and one cent I was in Venice and I the only uh, press penny machine in Venice is in the Hard Rock Cafe and normally I don't get them in the Hard Rock Cafe because that's like an easy mark you know oh yeah of course in the Hard Rock Cafe um, but I have mm. to pay two euro and one cent for it um, so either oh. I'm looking at my collection of pennies of which I counted for this podcast which is like 88 and that's a, you know Whoa. in and around depending on where they're all from but let's just say that's about you know about 70 euro with the pennies <laughs> so either nice. you know it's uh it's a cheap souvenir to get in the moment but then you do kind of look at your wallet as it fills up and you're like oh all of that was actual usable money and instead it's a picture of hello kitty <laughs> so that's that's mm. my penny origin story i love that because that's i like to me that's a way better way of investing your money in things instead of buying stocks or like nfts and shit mm. um like press pennies with pictures of hello kitty are infinitely better than monkey jpeg yeah <laughs> yeah and they're like they actually exist penny is real. <laughs> yeah yeah i can exactly. hold a penny in my hand you fool <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the thing i i don't tend to buy a lot of souvenirs um you know just mm. like in shops or whatever um, and sometimes, you know, if you're traveling hand luggage, you can't buy them anyway. So this is just like, oh yeah, like, that's a place that I went to. And I do try to only get kind of like pennies that represent like places that I've been to or, you know, the general emotion of a location um, instead of like, you know, because you can buy press pennies online and you can like complete the set or whatever it is that you want to do. But like, mm. that's not what it's about for me. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm at the penny machine and like I'm at the zoo. Which animal do I want? Well, I like the monkeys the best. So I'm going to get the monkey penny. And then forever I have a monkey stamped on a coin, you know, as opposed to getting, because you can get all of them in um, America. It's a big thing, uh, particularly as I now know in Philadelphia <laughs> That so because of this aforementioned problem with uh, the the zinc in American pennies, um, a lot of penny machines actually aren't pressed penny machines. They're pressed copper disc machines. So you go to them. Oh, so they're you cheating you. In. They're cheating. You can pay with your card at them, right? It's nothing to do with you. Don't have to present the coins, which honestly I don't oh. like. Um, and then you pay, and they're normally more expensive. You pay like one dollar instead of uh, fifty-one cents. And they slot out a copper disc, but they'll do you a deal of like, oh, it's $1 each, but you can get all eight for $5. And I did that twice when I was in Philadelphia because I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of want like three of them. 
And then I just had 16 pressed pennies. And like they're my least favorite. They're completely random. You know, this one here is like uh, boxing gloves going like, yo, Adrian, you know, from um, Rocky. Oh, yeah, because like, Rocky is so yeah. silly. Yeah, yeah. And I have like, there's some ones that are like the Liberty Bell that are like, okay. But my favorite ones. That is I there one with just like a cheesesteak on it or something? <laughs> Because I'm no, trying to like, think, like, I was like, what do I associate with Philadelphia? And it's the Liberty Bell and cheesesteaks, and that's it. Because I didn't yeah, know Rocky yeah. was set there until <laughs> well, you reminded me do. of it. Now you do. There's some interesting ones that I've gotten, like, you know, I, that I got yeah, in, as a single penny that I like. Um, but uh, one of them is just a press penny of Ben Franklin. Um, okay. And another one is uh, a little kind of growled document saying i signed the constitution because you know a lot of like uh uh, there's a lot of like important american historical monuments and it was the capital for a while before new york right and all had all this stuff going on or before dc sorry it's kind of going between there um that's how good i am in american history but i'll be reminded three times (laughs) um anyway um but yeah i liked the the penny the the more ambitious the penny i think the better as well right like if there was one with just a cheesesteak on it you're like okay like unless it's hyper realistic it would be kind of like yeah. a shitty penny um whereas like yeah. i like the ones that are like you know oh you've tried to render an entire scene <laughs> you know yeah um, you, you, good <laughs> fine you know um uh you look at ones like that and you're just like yeah, you look at those and you're like who punch it a bit above your weight there aren't you yeah, penny? exactly exactly <laughs> you know i would i would race like a poorly rendered ambitious penny much higher than like you know a, a good looking uh simple one just because i just think the the ones are so funny like i've got um a terrible one actually from dublin zoo sorry i've laid out all my pennies in preparation for talking to you about this uh this one from dublin <laughs> zoo like it's just not the moment it's not it it was like barely trying uh it is like a giraffe and it just says dublin zoo on it and that's kind of just like okay you know oh, I just, like, I've, done that fine low effort but then i have one from paris court waterfall which is like amazing it's got like texture it's kind of like um what's the word for uh like a, like a top topographic you know like rendering nearly of some of the kind of like crags in the waterfall it's amazing you know like does it necessarily yeah. look like a waterfall no <laughs> but does it look like something <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it does say it's Paris like resembling top, a waterfall. So. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that like um a lot of the pennies, like you know, I was saying like might like you get them like to remind you of a place you were, maybe like you know, like an emotion you're feeling. Do you have any do you have any pennies that like um maybe mean a lot to you or like I mean I know they all like probably mean a lot to you, but ones that mean a lot to you or ones that maybe have like an interesting or funny story like attached to them? Um, that's funny because you know I, I know all your press pennies mean a lot to you. <laughs> like I'm like they do they on aggregate. I think as a as a concept, yes. But and of course, people sometimes are like, "Oh, can I have one?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, you can't." I'm like, no, that's that's one of mine. Um, yeah, no, I think well, okay. There's 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 two that I like talk about. Okay, one of them is actually one of the oldest ones that I still have. So like one of the few times that um. My like parents were like, okay, yeah, have like a euro, or whatever, go get your penny. Um, and that is a pressed penny of Pope Benedict from the Vatican, uh, which is huh. just, yeah, just a uh, surrender of him. Um, and then I went back 
you know, like, you know, however many years later, 10 years later, and I got one with Pope Francis on it, right? And now I'm kind of mm. biding my time waiting for him to die so I can get a third Pope <laughs> And I really want to know the backstory there because, you know, there's obviously someone going out minting these machines, right? And there are very yeah, few, yeah. I feel like, you know, new press penny machines out there in the world. Um, there's a website you can go to, which is quite funny to talk about. So we can talk about that later. But it lists, you know, press penny machines all across the world. And a lot of them like, have not been updated since like 2001 on the press penny machine. It's like still there. So I just mm-hmm. wonder like who in the Vatican is there designing and then, you know, getting made a specific press penny machine. And that's so funny. Um, and then the other one that I have, which might be my lowest quality penny, it is really, really awful. Like it was a five cent coin, so it's Irish. Um, just the worst was, penny ever. It's <laughs> just like if you could, if you could see this penny that I'm holding right now. Uh, it's so the thing is when you're pressing pennies, right? Uh, if you're using like a cent coin versus a two cent coin versus a five cent coin, there's like more to work with with the larger coins. So, and and mm. this is true when you go to like different countries that have different currency. So like the Japanese ones with the with the yen are quite long, whereas, um, you know, the the cents from America, which is like a one cent coin, are quite small. So that's yeah. something to keep in mind. Um, but I, I, I'm so excited to be talking about this. I do want you to know, but I do also feel like I am the craziest person. But I'm like, finally, finally <laughs> talking to people about this. Um, mm. But um, but yeah, so in relation to your. In relation to your death wish for Pope Francis, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it would just be, it would just, no. it would be a small silver lining. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is really funny because, like, you have no way of knowing this um, as we're recording this. But our, the last episode we did was on Douglas Adams, and the person we did it with Alex. Every time they've written to a celebrity they admire, the celebrity <gasps> dies shortly afterwards. So what we need to do is we need to get Alex to write a letter to Pope Francis. Um, but, we shake oh things up in the Vatican. <laughs> yeah. Um, so returns that he's 85 years old. So probably not long. But also, as of about 20 hours ago, there's an article that says that there's rumors sparking about his resignation because he was, he's been using a wheelchair for a little while now after um, undergoing a minor knee operation. So you mightn't really have long at all. <laughs> I won't book my travel yet. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I'm, I'm imagining like... now the I'm imagining the news coverage like of the square outside of the chapel, and they're putting up the smoke, and everyone's cheering that like they've got a new pope, and you're just like, yes, new penny. <laughs> new well, penny. Evidently, someone else in the Vatican is doing that too. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah, to yeah. There. Someone's designing these things, um, yeah. but no. But what I was saying about this other, this other shitty penny, right? Um, <laughs> I got it the summer of twenty twenty. Uh, so pandemic summer. Um, I was down in Kerry because I was doing an internship at an art center, and we went to Dingle for the day, and I was able to get pressed with a five cent coin uh, uh, an impression of Fungi the dolphin. Like it's just it's just something's misaligned, you know. It's not it hasn't probably been serviced in like twenty years or something like that. And then shortly thereafter, Funky went missing. So you know, right? It's I think mm. it's a uh, it's like a limited edition, kind of like a memorial penny. I feel now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was 
uh, that one when I had it and I got I tell you the amount of mileage I got out of that penny as well when Funky was missing I was like well <laughs> look what I have in my wallet uh, like, this so is that, funky. that one's also that I've one's got also Funky special. right here folks yeah yeah <laughs> the spirit of Funky I realize that like people because we have listeners from all over the world and like I realize that none of them will ever understand the Irish people's cultural fascination with Fungi the dolphin. <laughs> yeah, that's probably something that that <laughs> that bear is explaining. Uh, what is fun- Fungi is a, a dolphin, a solitary male dolphin that spent twenty years living in one particular bay off the coast of Ireland. And the entire, you know, image of the town is crafted around this one dolphin who then disappeared yeah. and was briefly replaced with the walrus. But then oh, yes. the walrus went. Where did Wally go? Did he go back home? He, I know, I think he was seen at the coast of Scotland, I think, with another walrus. Yeah. He's traveling. He's traveling the world, like. Yeah. Though, trying to explain fungi to like people who aren't Irish was when I was talking to Kira. Benson, who we had on the podcast a while back, and they were talking about where they live in America and talking about how all the different like wildlife and like things they have. And then I'm just here like, we have a dolphin. Yeah, I know it's damn good dolphin. This is our country's import dolphin. R.I.P. Fungi. R.I.P. Well, we don't know. We don't know. You know. Yeah, he lives on somewhere. Yeah, he could just be chilling somewhere else. We'll see. Uh, we'll see white smoke ro- rise up from the ocean. They've elected a new fungi. This, these jokes are getting very niche. <laughs> very, very they really, niche. they really are. Is the Pope niche? Is the Pope niche? But like the 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 specific mixing of the Pope and fungi, you know. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Have we never been done before that joke? No. Uh, we're really breaking new ground here. <laughs> Hyperfixation, yet another um, hyperfixations exclusive. Um, yeah, so I suppose to return to press pennies, like, why was it something that you decided to get really into? Like, I know you were traveling and you decided to spend some of your adult money on it, but like, what sort of made it be this hobby that you were going to continue getting as opposed to like souvenirs or? I don't know, like a lot of souvenirs are really, really tacky and press pennies seem like they should be, especially given like, you know, the shit pennies where they just turn out really, really badly. But like, I don't know, like collectible coins, it's like you've paid money for this money that you can't yeah. ever use now. Like, I don't know. That's a level of class. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know exactly what it is that kind of began my fascination with them but I think I mean I am a firm believer in small joys you know and there is actually just nothing more joyful than turning the knob on the press penny you know on the machine and then waiting for it to come out and then when it comes out it's still like warm from being pressed because of the amount of pressure it was under I just think that's really cool uh, as like an experience and every time I do it I'm just like yeah Sure, I'll pay like maybe a euro for that alone is a bit steep, but like 51 cents, you know, if you're in America or if you're, you know, depending on where you are, you're like, oh yeah, like that, that's, you know, enough for like this thrill. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then I just think it's also funny because their worth grows the more you have, I feel, you know, like one or two press pennies, that's kind of funny. You don't care about them that much. 
but like a few times I'd be like looking in my wallet and like you know just like to buy a cup of coffee or use a vending machine or something and like I don't normally carry that much like change on me so mm. you know I'll be like like looking around or else my friend would be like uh like oh do you have like money to leave a tip or whatever and I'll go no but I do have like these four pressed pennies of and then I'll like list them off because like normally mm-hmm. I keep the ones that I've um just most recently gotten you know like or like maybe within the last like six months or so I'll keep them in my actual wallet and then mm, after yeah. a while I'll transfer them to like where I keep the rest of the pennies so they can join their brethren um <laughs> but so I do think that's you're kind of like oh yeah that's funny um but also for me I think particularly in the last like couple of years um like say like being in Ireland during the pandemic and not being able to travel internationally and all this kind of stuff um it's just kind of a funny way to motivate yourself to go on some kind of trips, you know, um, or like every time I'm in a new place, I'll check this penny website that I go on to and it will tell me whether or not there's a uh, press penny in the area. And normally it's at like a good museum. So I'm like, okay, well, don't feel like doing anything today, but if I go to this museum, I can get this weird penny um, and often, you know, drag my friends along or I'll suggest to them uh, like I was visiting my friend who lives in DC at the moment um, and I brought her to the um, American Art Museum and I was like let's just go like you said you wanted to go to some Smithsonian museums this one is like let's just go there um, and she goes why and I go let's just let's just you know see <laughs> uh, and then we get to the second floor and I'm like right so you just head down this corridor and you go like up two lefts and go around there's a press penny machine and she's like oh for fuck's sake not again you know um, <laughs> we'll do that and I tell you that website has never led me astray it's remarkable like you'll be in some random city in the world and it will say you know like you know um, Beth in 2004 left a comment being like oh they've moved the press penny machine from up front to down behind the t-shirt rack and you're like, okay. And then you go down behind the t-shirt rack and you're like, there it is. <laughs> you know, it's from 2004 right. machine. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it, I just think it's it's a funny hobby that, you know, you get a nice collectible at the end and it also like leads to some interesting stories and it takes you to some interesting places, you know. And they're normally as well places I'd probably mm. end up going anyway, but it's just mm. kind of like a bonus motivating factor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's really nice. Um, but it's also just like you bringing your friend to the American art museum at the Smithsonian just so you could use the press penny machine. Like, uh, like that's your ruse just reminded me like of when my aunt got really into geocaching, um, like a decade ago. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. But yeah, like how, just when you're talking about like hobbies and collections and stuff, how does press pennies specifically, like, do you know, if it factors into like, like collect, like just collecting coins on its own, uh, that's a big market. Um, if Pawn Stars has taught me anything, there's a lot of old coins that people go really gaga for um, that aren't just like Spanish doubloons. Um, but like, is pressed pennies a specific part of that? Like, is it a niche market or is it its own separate thing? Do you know in terms of like collecting them? Um, you know, I don't know um, how it relates to like people who actually have things that are worth money. Uh, I do know you can buy and sell specific pennies. But as I said, that never really kind of was about it for me. You know, I'm like, mm. I, I want to press the penny. Like that small thrill is, is part of the experience for me. Um, yeah. But you can buy all kinds of things as well to like, you know, preserve your pennies, showcase your pennies, do penny trades, like all this kind of stuff. 
like there there are um bizarre communities out there that I haven't quite dipped my toe in because I think you know mm. again I just like the personal experience um but yeah so this this website that I keep talking about which really it, it needs to be mentioned now like this is like at the the core of what's so weird about penny collecting as well is this every time I describe this website to people they're like are you sure like it's a safe site to click on I'm like yeah 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 so I found Trust it one me. day it's just for press pennies I found it one day by um googling elongated coins because uh, I was just again I thought that was a really funny term that I'd come across somewhere for like you know press pennies um, and it's like, like the fourth or fifth result down it does not have a domain name it just has like an IP address you know like a string of numbers you click mm. into that and then it will bring you to this website of penny locations right so it has every single state in America listed up at the top and then in the second half it has like every other country in the world because apparently the most of them are in America but there's all these kind of uh, also other links on the site that you can click into that, you know, some of them are kind of dead ends. Like, again, I don't think the site is very well maintained. Some of them do have a domain name, but they just haven't linked the main, like, useful part of the site. I think that's like pennycollector.com. So, if, and that, this is what's curious about it, because I kind of took a deep dive into, like, this website, because I was kind of using it casually. And then <laughs> a casual press penny, you know, use. Um, oh, yeah. And then... On some press penny machines and indeed some press pennies, kind of throughout the world, I think mainly in America, but I've definitely seen them kind of a bit all over and seen them on different machines, is like pennycollector.com. And you go into that and that kind of brings up a different website of like, you know, um, not quite news, but like just random penny things. I think that's where I learned about the pre-1982 pennies in America. Um, and then you sure. click into their locations and it brings you up this this website with no with no domain name so it's very very bizarre because there obviously there are people like running the website keeping it up to date people commenting but it's just really really poorly maintained and like unless you're like you know about it or you stumble across a machine or a penny it says pennycollector.com you know you're not going to find it but at the same time yeah. if you come across that that domain name it's not really the main do- domain name. but yes printed on pennies so I don't know. I think it's a conspiracy of us. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, but it's like the, it's the shadiest website for the most innocent of hobbies. It is yeah, the way, you've, the way you've described it makes it sound like it's a government psyops, you know, like... Yeah, it's just they don't want you to know about the penny machines, you know? There's... Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just, like, it's just going to seem like if you tried to track down... Um, Beth from 2004, you'd find she mysteriously disappeared or never existed or something. Never existed, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm still I'm still hung up on this, like, because it seems like it's really, really cutthroat. But then you've also mentioned that it's like, you know, you can buy and you can trade your pennies. And, you know, like, there's a big thing going where, the you know, like, machines will say, oh, get all the set. Like, are there, mm. I suppose, are there certain sets the things are part of like I know like you said certain machines have get these eight for five dollars or whatever, but are there sets that are like set like split across different machines? Something you know, like each of them does one in this series. I don't know. I, like I said, well, I've never pressed any. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're in it for, right? Because there are definitely say like the Hard Rock Cafe would be a big example of that. Like every single Hard Rock Cafe, pretty much in the world has. A press penny machine 
Um, but mm. again, I don't really like those kind of like generic pennies. Like I like the weird, terrible, fungi the dolphin one that is, you know, someone forgot about, like lost to time itself. Um, mm. But definitely, yeah, if you want to collect like sets of things. Um, it is funny because I guess it's a mixture of like, you know, the press penny machines as brand for, you know, for brands they have. And that's part of, you know, how you support the brand, identify with the brand, collect things with the brand. Um, and then yeah. you also just have like landmarks, you know. Um, so that's not really something that you can kind of like treat in the same way. Definitely, I think in Japan as well, there's like the like the set of all the Pokemon centers in, in like across Japan. You know, so I have ones from I think I've like there's like a there's like two or three in Tokyo. So like I've got little Pikachu at the Tokyo station in Tokyo and he's dressed up as like a little train conductor. Um I think that's ooh, so funny. I um that. I have that one. I have uh yeah, the Kyoto Pokemon Center. Actually, at the time that I was there, there was like a special event going on, and it was like two Pikachu's dressed up in like traditional Japanese like wedding clothing. Um, oh. So I have those, um, and you know, various other ones. Pokemon Center at the Sky Tree in Tokyo as well. Um, yeah, all these pennies, and I think if you were to sell them, they'd be kind of like a market for that because also because Japan's pennies are so good as well, they do actually tend to have like seasonality to them. So this special event running, they will. Like not not as not not in as an intense way as the the papal seasonality, but they do have you know kind of a higher value because of that. Um, and um, <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, it, it. I think it's hard to have a European set if there isn't a unified European character. You know. Um, mm. So there's so there's that um, as well. You know. Um, mm. What if there was a hyperfixations press penny? I would love a personalized press penny. This is like, if I had all the money in the world, I think it would be so funny if I had my own press penny machine uh, and like just had it in my house or something, you know? Okay. Like, my, house, your, get my, uh, face. my face, obviously. <laughs> my face. Okay. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, you, get, you can have like my book cover yeah. or something like that. You know, I've got a call up Canon Gate and be like, I've got this great idea. They'll be like, no. <laughs> um, can. But, uh, do you think you would be let write your next book about someone who really is into collecting press pennies? You know, I've thought about it. Um, I've because then you could the get the, <laughs> you, your marketing campaign could be having commemorative press pennies made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would do it just for that. But I think you mm. run into, you know, it's it would involve a lot of trouble or a lot of, you know, travel and trouble and just... You know, how would that fit into the narrative? Like, it's like having, like, a, a book about someone who likes, like, I guess any form of collecting, but, like, stamp collecting, I just don't think it's that, like, it's 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 fun. And, but it's also, it's, like, weird enough that if you were to write a book about it, people would be like, oh, okay. Like, it's not something you could just, like, drop in casually as, like, and then I just collected a pressed penny, you know? People would be like, well, what, what now? <laughs> Uh, so it'll kind of have to be what the plot of the book is about. And I just don't have a plot good enough for, for that. And my books aren't particularly like plot driven. They're more character driven. So I think it would be just, it just yeah. as someone Never. with the character trace of liking press pennies, it's kind of hard to, to put into a book, I think. 
Mm. Someone okay. out there, someone out there listening to this, no, will know how to write that book. So if you don't write it, someone write it for Catherine. Um, yeah, yeah. Get, get in touch with me. You know, I can, I can be a penny consultant. Yes. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is what is the most I don't know the nicest designer, the intricate design, the most intricate design to go back to things you mentioned before that you have? Because you what did you how many did you say you had like eighty eight press pennies or something like that? Yeah. 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 Um, it's a lot of press pennies. Yeah. Most intricate. So all the Japanese ones are just really nice to look at. Um, but. There's two honorable mentions. Uh, one of them is from Big Sur in California, and it's of the Bixby Bridge. Okay, and I was driving over this bridge, and I was like, "Oh, a bridge!" And there was like a little plaque, and it said, "You know, um, this bridge is built a hundred years ago." And I was like, "Oh, I don't feel great about that, actually." You know, um, <laughs> it's over a huge ravine. And I was actually <laughs> there with my dad and we were having a conversation about Big Sur, right? Because I didn't really know what Big Sur was. Uh, and he's like, yeah, Big no Sur, you know? What is so, well, so uh, <laughs> let, let me tell you how I found out what it was, right? Um, okay. I thought it was a tree because I had seen a lot of things kind of in the area of like Big Sur and a picture of a tree. My dad said, no, that's the Lone Cypress, which is like another oh. landmark because California has all these bizarre landmarks. No offense to any Californians. Um, but so the Lone Cypress is a tree growing out of a rock. He was like, I think it's just a rock. I think Big Fair Sur is, is a big rock. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so we're driving, drive across this bridge. Like, I'm looking at Google Maps, and I'm like, it says we're here. Like, it says it's what Big Sur is. And then, like, my, I start laughing, and I go, oh, Big Sur is just the name of this location. Big Sur is, like, the name. Like, it's like a... You know, it's on the coast, kind of mountainous, like, you know, forested area, like National Park. And he goes, no, I'm pretty sure it still is a big rock. And he pulls off the road and goes down to like a kind of a campsite. And I said, don't do it. Do not do this. Do not do this to me. And he pulls up to the guy like, and goes, sorry, uh, we're just looking for Big Sur. And I'm like, oh, God, no, we're in it. We're in it. And the guy goes, sir, this, this is it you're in it and he goes oh it's not like a rock or something <laughs> I wanted to die I wanted to actually I was like we look like the stupidest people in the whole world um and then so we were at this like campsite and we go in and there is a press penny machine with many different options one of them is a very ambitious pressing of this really old bridge um and I got that. I was like, this is really funny. And then I was like, we must leave Big Sur immediately. They know we're frauds. Um, so that's one of them. Yeah. And then after you left, the you other... think they were like, look at those tourists coming here thinking yeah. Big Sur is a big rock. <laughs> like, no, they're, they're telling all like... their mates about it still. But it's like going into the burn or something like that and being like, we're, we're looking for the burn. And you're like, oh, it's, it's right there. Which, like, oh, is it which one of these? Like? Which yeah which one, which one of these stones specifically the, is the burn yeah what are they they're do i have to kiss this one too one? <laughs> exactly exactly but, um it's not a very good penny because i had to use a, a post 1982 things or a penny so there's zinc and yeah. the other one which i think is my nicest actual penny without any kind of uh story attached to it is uh the cathedral in orvieto which is a town about like an hour's drive north of rome and has a beautiful cathedral and 
they also have a press penny machine like in this tiny tiny town like it's a bit touristy so i guess so but like there in general there aren't that many press penny machines in italy um and it is just a beautiful pressing of this actual cathedral with like all the details in it like all like the archways and you know different carvings and engravings and things like that um and i think it was a five cent coin as well which you know is why i'm so angry at my fungi five cent coin because there's so much potential wasted you know um, like the five cent is no excuse like yeah <laughs> there's just so much copper to work with you know yeah mm. okay do you have any press pennies that you have your eye on any ones that you're hoping to find oh yeah to? well that's because no like question. a theme of the a theme of the podcast is like lost media where people are like i really want to see this thing or find this thing like the elusive whatever uh, is there an elusive penny for you that's that's interesting because well there's a good few that so on this website i go on to it will list not only the machines that are there but it will also like have an aggressive cross through the machines that are like discontinued and taken off the floor and a few times mm. there have been some really good pennies that i've been like oh if only if only i was here you know 15 years ago <laughs> um so they have the, there's like pictures of the actual machine plus examples of every penny that it would have pressed so like oh um but yeah i guess in terms of like specifics no like i'm really excited to hopefully at some point be able to go back to japan but the borders have been closed for you know two years at this point and i don't know when i'm gonna have like the ability to actually go or like you know the the time and money to spend to go there but i'm really excited to go back see more of those pennies um but yeah because it's kind of about like the experience in the moment for me like i'm not like I must travel for a penny. I'm kind of like, oh, the pennies will find me when I'm there. You know, I'm going to add mm. to my collection in kind of like a nice yeah. way. But I have like a general saying that I coined um, when I was on a different uh-huh. trip. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, that was not even, not even intentional. Um, uh-huh. But I was on a different trip with one of my friends. Um, and we were basically, so we're in, we're on Maui in Hawaii. Um, and it was an mm. amazing trip. I feel like, I, I was like, I want to talk about this thing. I want to talk about pe- pennies. But I'm like, God, they must think I travel loads. But like, these are my <laughs> lifetime's collection of, of pennies. So anyway, um, I was on Maui and there was like a good few uh, press penny machines. Some of them very, very funny. Like I have one that's just like um, some shaved ice and it says like, stay cool. Um, and I went to hey. the... Uh, Maui Ocean Center and I actually really wanted um I wanted the sea turtle but I put my money in and it didn't come out I was like what oh, no. uh, I went to the other machine and I was able to get a manta ray but I was like oh I really wanted the turtle because I'd been snorkeling and I had seen a turtle and I was like this is the emotional penny and she was my friend was like do you want me to go up and ask at the counter what's wrong with the machine and I was like mm. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm way too ashamed to do it myself. And that kept, there's a theme of the trip of me being like, Claire, the penny machine doesn't work. And her being like, okay, let me go see. And then she oh, went behind the okay. counter and um, they were like, oh yeah, it doesn't work. And they actually had though a bunch of pre-pressed pennies, say that five times fast, um, and gave me the sea turtle. Oh God, I can't do that. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, but anyway <laughs> but um i have a saying from that trip right which was there was like two pennies that i couldn't get one of them was in the airport um and i had i had like four hours in the airport waiting for her to arrive 
So I was like, I'll get that penny. But it was like after security and I was already like, you know, I'd come through arrivals. Oh, I was like, that's yeah. fine. I'll get it on the way back. We're leaving. We're at the airport. The penny machine doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, the whole oh. trip I'm waiting for this pressed penny. Um, and then we'd been driving around and there was one that was in kind of a town, but the, the road kind of didn't go the whole way around the islands. You'd have to go just there. And it was like an hour out of our way. And she was like, do you want to drive? To, to get that penny and I was like no it's just too outrageous for me to demand that we go to this town that otherwise we wouldn't go to that like we had other things to do instead so I was like mm. no it's fine but she's like when that in the airport she was like oh I'm actually really sorry I feel really bad for you and I was like no it's okay you can't press every penny you know you've got to leave pennies to go back for you can't get every single one on one trip because then you've like completed it whereas if you just leave yeah. a couple or you get them when it makes sense for you to get them on your trip the next time you go somewhere else, you're like, oh, still a pressed penny. But like, if you're just kind of like, you know, going one by one, you don't really enjoy the trip. You don't really enjoy the penny, you know, so you just, you just can't press yeah. every one. So that's, I look on each penny that I have really wanted and not gotten. I'm like, well, I'll just go back one day. And that's another fine. time. Like, yeah. Another I'm time, imagining, another place. Yeah. I'm imagining like a Robert Frost, the road not taken style. Were you looking at the penny machine and you're like, I saved the first for another day. Yet knowing how Whaley's on to way, I doubted yeah. if I should ever come back. Um. Honestly, though, like we were at that trip or whatever, and then like later on, like another time when I was in Philadelphia and I had this ability to get all those pennies at once, I was like, that's a great deal. But then, you know, you get, you have then like 16 pennies you don't want and each penny loses its individual joy, you know? So, so I kind of that's learned my lesson of like, and when I go to penny machines now, like I will pick one like maybe if they're really 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 good pennies i'll get like two but if i get all of them you know it's like what's the point and then you just like i said that, yeah. like they get funnier the more you have but if you have more of kind of the same ones like you just don't appreciate the ones that you have you know yeah, and that's like that's that. a life lesson i think yeah Can I press so wait hold penny? on do do penny machine do press penny machines have more than one design or yeah, are you talking like have four Normally, each because you so when you when you're using a press penny machine, I, I understand that you haven't. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but the way I it thought it was just is, the okay. one design. Okay. No, no. So they normally have four, right, on a kind of wheel. And what you do is mm -hmm. you approach the machine. There'll be a red arrow on one side. What you you use the wheel to spin uh, the design that you want over to the red arrow. Then you put in your money. Uh, the money. If it's a good press time machine, the coin will go straight down um, and it won't slip you a copper disc or whatever. Uh, and mm -hmm. then you spin the whole thing and you're pressing the penny as you spin the wheel. So there's a moment when it gets much harder to spin as the penny is being pressed underneath it. And then the penny will yeah. fall into a tray on the bottom. Uh, and then you have a press penny. And as I said, it's still normally warm because of the pressure of, of, of pressing it out. And it's, uh, okay. yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a joyous experience, you know. Yeah, now that you're saying it and you mentioned the wheel, I've become even more sure that I have pressed a penny or two, like, in the last <laughs> couple of years, but, like, I cannot, for the life of me, think of, like, where it could have been here in Cork, it could have been in Belfast, it could have been in Edinburgh, it could have been in America, for all I know. There have been a few well, see, places that's the thing. They're, they're actually all over the world. Have it, like, you know, yeah. like, it is... Even like in Venice, which this is the most recent one that I got because I was over there. Um, 
the only one that you could get was in the Hard Rock Cafe. I thought that was so tacky. Um, and I thought mm. in kind Venice, but like it would be pretty rare to go to a sizable town with an amount of tourism and there to not be at least one press mm. penny machine. Um, so Fair. it's just kind of like a little mini treasure hunt I set myself in every city that I go to, you know? And I think, yeah. well, fine, find one or two. Find the press penny machine, yeah. yeah. And all my friends make fun of me all the time and they go, that could have been real money. And I said, well, so could everything, you know? Like, yeah, that, think about it. This has a, this has a more direct relation to money, but like, you know, whatever like bracelet you buy and whatever souvenir shop in whatever part of the world probably costs more money. And they're actually like much less convenient to keep than just what I have is a wallet full of pressed pennies. <laughs> um. As yeah, I'm, I'm thinking now as well, where could it be? I know it does. I know it does commemorative coins, but I don't know whether it does press pennies. I know it does commemorative coins because my friend Perry's parents got her, like paid money for a proper commemorative coin at um, the Obama Plaza. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ob- you know what? I've been there. Oh. And what I was going to say I haven't is been there, I, but... I think those commemorative tokens are total bullshit. I think that the most bullshit <laughs> okay. thing in the whole I actually have a vendetta against them. I'm really annoyed when I go somewhere and they don't have, have a press penny machine, but they have a commemorative coin machine. I'm just like, what a waste, you know? Again, you don't get to press it. Like, it's just like, like, <laughs> no, again, I said, this is, a, this is a bizarre line in the sand to have, but like, you know, like the, the, um, you know, the joy of pressing the actual design onto the penny is yeah. kind of impressive, mm. you know? You're like, wow, you've taken something that wasn't that and made it and put a design on it. I know that's how most, you know, things work, like art, and, and that's how you get designs on things. But it just seems so lazy to me to have, like, um, just it's like a bin full of commemorative shit, you know? Like, you could buy that yeah. in, on a counter in a gift shop, and that would be the same as getting it out of a machine, whereas the pressed penny machine, I think, is far superior. And there's nothing worse than people say, people saying to me, oh, you like press pennies. They've got one of those things here, and it's a commemorative coin machine. Um, you're just like absolutely not I think yeah I'm like get out of here you know um and that's the thing the other thing about press pennies that I like is so now like I actually have a a few press pennies that like my friends have given me and they'll text me when they're in some part of the world and they'll be like oh like I've got two actually from Dubai because I've got like two separate friends who went there um and they were like yeah we would actually just you know like one of them's from like the aquarium, one of them's from, you know, uh, the Burj Khalifa. Um, and they're like, yeah, we just kind of thought of you. We saw the machine. I thought, yeah, Catherine would really like that. And I'm like, that's really nice, actually, you know? So like, it's not just me gathering them, but I think, you know, the idea that someone is like thinking of me, like I have a friend, yeah. and this is actually the only time where I really endorse non-location specific pennies is that she was somewhere and she, I hadn't seen her in a while. And then she found a press penny machine that had uh, the design, like my lucky penny. And she was, Oh, here you go. And look, it's like pressed, yeah. you know? So that's, I think what's also nice about it is that like souvenir for me, but also a souvenir people get me for places I haven't been to yet because they just saw it and they were like, Oh yeah, she likes those, which I think is nice too. Yeah. But I have once, yeah. been, I've once been gifted a commemorative coin, and I was like, oh, you don't know me at all. <laughs> like, fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't realize there was there was turf wars uh, in the press Honestly, penny community. I'm so sorry. 
I thought it would have been with, like, like stamp collectors or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, uh, I can't even explain to you why, but my God. It's like like the way people who like Coke don't like Pepsi, you know? And it's like, are they the same thing? Yeah, but are they entirely different things? Also, yes. Mm. Mm. Experience is different. Yeah, yeah. And also, I just think they look bad, you know? (laughs) <laughs> not not aesthetically pleasing. Shame. Yeah, I yeah I don't really understand. I don't really understand that when when I think about it too. Because I mean I don't understand an awful lot of like tourist kind of tchotchkes and stuff they sell. But the way like you've really put it in a nice way where you don't have the satisfaction of pressing a penny. And I know I haven't done it. Um, but like, what's the point in basically paying for like a really shit version? of the end product of something that's more satisfying. Um, yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're normally more expensive as well. Like, you know, press pennies we've talked about, but like souvenir coins could be between like two and five euros. You know? Whoa. And they're bigger and they're heavier. And like, yeah, they're just like, again, the c- complete antithesis to everything that I like about press pennies. <laughs> I think oh, that's what like, you know, What's the point? Oh. <laughs> like, I just can't get behind it at all. Um, I think I might have a pressed penny somewhere on my desk here from like, or not a pressed penny, um, a commemorative coin from like someplace, but I didn't buy it. I'm pretty sure I stole it. And by stole it, I mean I picked it up <laughs> off the ground because no one was there. Um, oh, God. Nobody else wanted it. You yeah, nobody else wanted it. And so I was like, yoink. Um, but obviously... I know the errors of my ways because I still haven't known the joy of pressing a penny. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, as we've been talking, my friend's group chat has been buzzing um, because we started today trying to plan like a summer trip abroad. And so I think we've settled on Amsterdam. And now after this conversation, I think I'm going to try and go onto that website and find a press penny machine in Amsterdam. You definitely do. I have one, and it is, like, the tackiest press penny in the entire world, okay? And I'll describe it again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so, so much. So it's, you know, you know the oval shape. It says Amsterdam on the top. It says Holland on the bottom. Then it's kind of a layered image, and the back layer of the image is, um, like, uh, a terrace of houses in Amsterdam, like a classic-looking terrace. Then yeah. there is a windmill. Then... There is the word Amsterdam, but the A is a woman, and the the line across the A is like her underwear because they're like halfway down her legs, and it just says red light district. So it's like what? It's it's really bad. And someone is here. Yeah, and someone is here, and they're like, "Whoa, do you know what would be a really good pressed penny?" And like, I did get it. I think this was actually the least sexual one that I could get at the point where I found the pressed penny machine. Um, But it's just like, again, so horrendous. But I like to imagine the like thought process and then the design process behind this idea. You know, like who here is like, "Oh yeah, we'll just put it all there." You know, like what? What do we know about Amsterdam? You know, so funny. I'm trying to visualize that though, and how the hell did they fit them all into something the size of a penny? Like, how That's is it that the magic intricate? of the pressed penny? That is the magic of the pressed penny. Like. That's it. The the ones that are good. Are, that's why I think I got it as well. I was like, wow, there's a lot going on in this. <laughs> okay. Like, this is an ambitious uh, press penny. It's an ambitious press 
of penny and that joy of it again way better than this dublin zoo just a giraffe head like mm, dublin yeah. zoo call me up we can talk about your press pennies um so really if they want to Dublin Zoo should go that route and they should just chuck every single animal on the fresh penny. (laughs) All of them. Uh, If they wanted to make it a collector's item, they could come up with a Dublin Zoo uh, like mascot and then dress the mascot as each animal. And then you'll have a set on your hands. I'd happily, I'd actually, I'd happily collect them. But when it's just, you know, like an animal my philosophy is like pick one like pick the best animal that's available to you um and that's that's you know again i think there's this thing i've actually been thinking about a lot during the pandemic um and it's something that i think we all have an impulse to do which is ruin things for ourselves like i remember i was thinking about this oh my god so much (laughs) yeah um when i was younger and i was playing nintendo ds and i was you know know playing like not games that you really need to like complete like you know um harvest moon animal crossing and then i got like an action replay you know and at that time Mm. you could use action replay to basically like you know cheat on your ds and input cheat codes and get like as much money as you wanted get as much like friendship with people that uh, people or critters uh that you wanted i use it in pokemon i think a lot to get you know whatever whatever pokemon that i wanted Mm. and then the game was not fun for me anymore you know, and I had kind of oh. ruined it. I'd made it too easy. There was no challenge. There was nothing left for me to do because I had like, quote unquote, completed it. And I think that's the thing with press pennies as well. Like we have this impulse to, well, I might as well get like all four of a set now. But if you leave us and you think, oh, well, what if I came back to this place? If I really liked being in this city or whatever it is, you know, uh, what if I came back here four times and each time I got a different penny and then I could like, you yeah. know, mark the passage of time. I would have something to get. I would kind of keep the joy going. Whereas if you have that like small thrill of like pressing every single penny in one go, it becomes totally mm. meaningless. and There's nothing left for you to do. And I think that's kind of my philosophy now is like, well, do you know what? Mm. Don't ruin it. Like you enjoy doing this thing, like pace yourself get a couple don't just like you know be really completionist and suck all the fun and joy out of stumbling across something that will bring you a tiny spark of joy in a cruel cruel world <laughs> mm. so yeah. is it a case of the uh the sweetest penny is the one you just you're just about to press or you, the one you just decide to put off yeah i think it's 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 a combination, right? It is appreciating mm. each one in the moment for what it is and knowing that there will be more pennies, <laughs> you know? It's this kind of, again, it's a really easy hobby to get into. Like, there are basically endless pennies to get so long as you don't, like, suck your entire local area dry immediately, <laughs> you know? Like, if mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, like, looking at the map of, like, where the penny machines are in Dublin, I'm sure I could get them all in one day if I wanted to, you know? Um mm. But what I rather do is, well, if I'm in somewhere in Dublin that has a pressed penny machine on that day, like, like, great. Wow, what an extra joy given to that day. But like going to somewhere with the express purpose of getting as many pennies as possible. Again, you don't experience like the, the, the full yeah. joy of it. And like, it's, again, it's, it's the stumbling across. It's like, again, you know, I yeah. play a lot of Pokemon. Like stumbling across a shiny or something like that. And like the joy, I'm like, yes. Uh, versus spending hours and hours and hours and hours shiny hunting. Like at some point, it's not fun anymore. You know, there's no spontaneity. Mm. There's nothing surprising about it. So I think that's what I like about it as well. 
You can't mm. press every penny. You can't press every penny. You got to let some pennies go. Mm-hmm. I think. But the, 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 the pennies you do press, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think that's the pennies thing. you do press, though, they'll go in your wallet and then for six months, and then you go, Well, I don't have anything to leave a tip. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap it up, unless you have anything else to talk about. Uh, no, just this, uh, this, most of my opinions about, about pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, um, Catherine, where can we find you on social media? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything? Uh, I am at Prasifcat on all platforms. That's P-R-A-S-I-F-C-A-T. Um, recently, I'm trying to get on TikTok. It's going okay. <laughs> um, and my book, None of This is Serious, came out in April. And it's available wherever good books are sold. Um, so you can check that out. Very cool. Mm. Uh, Nigel, where can we find you? Um, you can mainly find me on Twitter at Spicy Nigel. I have TikTok. I have Instagram. Twitter is, um, yeah, Twitter yeah. is the main one. I've been counting down to Avatar two. Um, I don't, I don't know what else I've been doing. Um, yeah, that's it pretty much. Oh, I've been got got into Love Island for some reason. Um. Oh, God help you. Um. Oh, I recognize that it's bad for me, but my sister put it on the TV and I was like, I'm not going to watch this. And then I like threw my eyes up at it and I was like really, really sucked in. And now I'm invested. Mm. I watched it two days in a row. I'm pretty sure that's what I've done to my family as well. Yeah. Um, You can find me on Twitter at alicat underscore ali spelled like alleyway cat spelled with a k and you can find me on instagram at ali a-l-l-y underscore k underscore keegan you can find the podcast at hyperfixations p on twitter or at hyperfixations pod on instagram rate and review us wherever you get your podcast be that spotify apple podcasts or inside a never-ending maze of doorways wherever if you like the show or if you if you would like to come on to the show to discuss one of your hyperfixations, please feel free to reach out at any of the aforementioned social media. If you like the show, tell a friend. If you didn't, nobody likes a fucking narc. And that is all for this week. Catherine, you were an absolute delight to have on. Thank you. Thanks. It's great to be on. <laughs> Thanks. It was great to have you on. Goodbye. Bye. Signing off.